So what I have to get out of the way is this game is has an amazing story, and the music backs it up, the artwork backs it up, the animations not so much, but and a lot of the mechanics back it up. And essentially, it's it's about Varl, these big Viking hulking men that have horns on them, but they're a different race than regular men, and well, the men running around this world just trying to avoid these extremely bad evil creatures and it's all part of a lot of Norse mythology and I don't really want to get into all that the point is is you're on the move you're on the run as a group a band and you have your clansmen and you have to keep people alive you have to keep morale up you have to move across and make moral decisions and decide what you want to do and who to save you know where you're gonna get new supplies and basically you're throwing a bunch of scenarios and you have to figure out which path you basically want to choose and in this world, you're trying to figure out like why all those bad things are happening because these bad things have happened in the past, and you're wondering what's why is it all of a sudden happening now? Because th- we're at the start of the events, and but th- this time things are different, and you could kind of uncover that throughout the, your journey. You realize that things aren't aren't quite as they were before when all this crazy shit went down. It's more intense, it's more severe, and you're losing the men and the varl. While having an unsteady alliance, they have to go through this world trying to you know work with each other, but all like this this thing these these race of evil, which it turns out you know they're created by some gods and stuff to uh, unite men. A lot of the the mythos, while intriguing, I didn't really. It didn't. Uh, it's it's just one of those things where you can just make up, and so I have no real place to actually add in like. It was just good. It was, it was a good way to just throw some mythos in there. I mean, the reasoning was kind of silly to make the men and the Varl love each other, like work with each other, whatever. And these big baddies are called the Dredge. And but you, as you as you progress, you find out maybe they aren't even re- the real source of all the problems and the crazy world-ending revelations and the fucking cataclysmic events that are happening around you. Which is a slight complaint is that you are this very useless person in a world like uh, filled with gods and bigger plans than you and you're just kind of sh- like understanding and uncovering things and even your your compatriots who join you along in your band because you have your overall large group but you also have like a very small like little group of people who are close to you that you actually fight with and I guess the rest of the fighting kind of happens on the side where you don't really see it because you have a lot of fighters in your clan but anyways one of your compatriots, one of the, in the small group that you have, is much, much more powerful than you. There's, there's like very few magic wielders in this, and they're extremely ridiculously powerful. And so you're just kind of trotting along in this world, trying to just survive out while things, like I said, much grander and bigger than yourself are happening all around you. And it does make for an interesting perspective, but at the same time, I, it's, it's like I want to, I want to be a part of the big shit, the stuff that's happening all around me. Like I want to like help control that. But you again, you're just kind of running away most of the time. You're just on the run. You start out as two separate groups that eventually kind of meld into one because you start out on two separate sides of the map, and you gotta, you gotta basically just survive. Like I said, because this time things are different. There's less Varl, which are the hardcore big ass guys who you know fight the whole time. They're dwindling. They're dying out. They're a race that's no longer in men. They're a little hot-headed, and they don't really understand how the things work, and they don't fight the, um, the the dredge quite as efficiently, and so they're just being completely overwhelmed. And this time, there's much more. They don't have a lot of like the magic users are gone. They don't know what happened to them until you know later in the, the story when you find a few of them and those events unfold. I mean, it, it really is a huge story to like really dive into. The point I wanted to get across, though, 
mainly in this in this video is that there's something there's a few things that bring it down again I have I have my nitpicks here and there I don't care that it's not voice acted at all there's a there's very few voice acting pieces it's more of the exposition a narrator sometimes and it's it's decent voice acting but I, I don't care that I have to read I mean that's it's a fucking grand story that was very engrossing my real problem is and even the, the, the mechanics like they have a lot of mechanics that actually deal with the story because you choose certain things and you have to keep your 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 clansmen on the move on their journey across kind of like the trails of trail 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 of tears and you have to you know know when to get the supplies and make those tough decisions as the leader of each respective group until like i said it becomes one but the big downside is the actual combat now like i said the story mechanics really great and that's solid and it makes some tough decisions that don't really mean anything in the end and that that part's really disappointing is that it, it still leads to an eventuality the the actual endings aren't going to be much different you are this small insignificant mortal on a stage that's much bigger than yourself and you can't comprehend what is actually going on around you now this part a little spoiler there is an actual point towards the end where you're even told this person who again was created by gods and way bigger than yourself and bigger than the actual grand picture you can't even kill him. Like you have to make him think he's wounded. To and this is this is the epic finale. And he you can't even kill him. You, this is just to survive, and move along the story. So that part, the, the overall piece of the narrative is kind of dampened by that. But it's it was still very investing emotionally because even though you are, it, it makes it makes the choices important because you just want to survive at this point. And so survival is your primary factor and trying to keep as many people alive as possible. And that part was engaging. But, again, I have, to, I have to keep running back to this because it's just there's so much to talk about. It's the fucking combat that really brings this down. First of all, there's a lot of load times anytime you go in and out of any screen that deals with the combat. So you wait around in a, a lot of load screens for this. And on top of that, it's very slow combat. And I don't, I don't mind the way it's set up. It's just, one, there's hardly any tutorials to help you guide in how you're actually supposed to play this out. So I just played on easy difficulty. Because I was actually under the, the assumption that there was permadeath on, which was enjoyable for a while because I, I really thought if my guy dies in combat, who you get to know and you get close to, you talk to, you get to know these people and they become friends. And I thought they were going to die outright, but then it turns out they just kind of fall down and stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah, like my guys aren't dead. But then all the emotional investment was lost in the actual combat. So you literally just, it's a war of attrition. You want to weaken all the big guys first and then just come in. With, with your heavy hitters and kill them and have the archers just run away and shoot. It, it, I, th I thought that's the only, that's, that seems like the only tactic to me. They didn't explain stuff, and there was hardly any tutorials in this. Like, if you if you do this game with some very interesting mechanics, especially, like, tactical, and this format isn't done very often, especially on consoles, like, you, you need some better tutorials. Like, they try to do this thing where you can go into, like, simulation combat, but again, it's, it's so slow, and it doesn't progress the story, so it's hard to really care about it and want to do it. So this whole time I'm going through this combat, which is, is very routine. You don't know much about it. You don't know if you're doing it correctly. You're just kind of going through, and you want to set it on the easiest difficulty because you just want to get through it. And it's very slow, very grindy. And it, it just slows down the whole process. It's a very it's very boring mechanics, whereas you know you have something turn-based would be much more enjoyable. And I mean, that's what it is. It is turn-based but in just a very boring way, whereas a game like Fire Emblem, I, I actually enjoyed the combat system in that. It's, it's very similar in this. You have to move your units, and but that was on a larger map, and this is just this massive square chunk, and you just move your characters around. 
this little square chunk and I don't I, I guess I was doing it right it just became very boring very quickly in the stats there's so many stats there's I, and you might want to call me lazy for not wanting to really dive into it but that's the problem is they don't make me want to they don't help me get invested in that combat system and the the things don't like ah and if there was just a skipping mechanic I probably would have just skipped everything cuz I would just I thought the mechanics for the actual dialogue and the narrative was much much better because it was real choices and it really mattered the best outcome of the actual battles was actually being able to help maybe save more people or somewhat slightly progress the story and that was about it but all all the time you're being stopped for combat and you don't want to i ended up if any anytime the narrative mechanics allowed it i would run around the fight and that was really cool being able to avoid the fights because first of all i don't want to do it, and second of all it's just i, I like the option but anytime I just I didn't I dreaded combat and it wasn't because I was like again I don't think I was bad necessarily I just didn't know like the full scope of what I could do I mean they have a lot of stats in there that it didn't it didn't matter at all which one I really chose because the outcome was always the same I was able to win each battle even if I put on a like a higher difficulty and they have items but even those aren't really fleshed out very well in the leveling system because people can actually die in the narrative combat and then all that all that progress you made is just gone because this person died and he's no longer in your band of merry men who's going to help you fight and it's this glorious story that's already slow it's a very slow paced story because you have to read a lot of it and it, it takes a long time as you see your caravan moving across the terrain sometimes you just sit there watching it just moving there's nothing going on and so you I just want to get the story bits because now this is the only thing that's really really engaging and now I have to deal with the combat a lot of load screens and a lot of just staring at them moving across terrain it was beautiful artwork don't get me wrong but I don't want to sit there for a, like I, I, th I swear I counted it one time and it was like three minutes just three minutes just and that doesn't sound like long but sit stare at the screen for 60 seconds at nothing that'd be 90 seconds but you know what I mean and at the end of the day it kind of made me wish permadeath was a thing when I thought it was because it would actually add some more to the story and because and people did die but you picked up new people to fill those roles but that would make it so interesting because it was hard hitting during the narrative pieces where then someone someone would die and you're like oh shit like that I can't use that person first of all in combat and now like I don't have any more of the interesting dialogue and because they are personal stories and you're just trying to survive that hits home especially when the person like, was close to you and what made it even worse is when the combat didn't tell you the odds. Sometimes it did, but there was some points where I was thrown into a, like, narratively it says, you know, here's your options. And you're like, oh, okay, I'm going to choose to fight. And then it turns out, like, I'm I'm outnumbered, like, three to one, and they're all, like, the, the top tier guys. I'm like, I, I thought this was just, like, a little side mission. And so sometimes I'd find myself restarting because, like, yes, most of the time it was easy when there was fair numbers, but sometimes it was just so... And at that point, it gets so tedious because it takes a long time to chip away at someone's armor to start affecting their health. You can see all that in the video. I just, I just don't even want to describe combat because it was just very bogged down and cumbersome. So if you want to engage me with this combat, first of all, you're going to get rid of a lot of the, the boring pieces and the mechanics and explain how I can maybe better go about this because they don't do a good job with the tutorial. It's a, good, a good tutorial introduces the story. It introduces It, it moves along the story. And it also it like shows these small mechanics in ways that are going to change the outcome of a combat situation. And none of that happened here. And it got just confusing at some points. And I would just I would have to kind of play around. And I had that luxury. 
and it's it's a tough thing because I know 10 20, even t- especially 20 years ago that wasn't a thing like if you had a game and it was tough you had to just plow through it and some people would call me lazy for that but this is a day and age where we have a massive amount of games on our hands and we know better game design we don't have to rely on things being awfully hard that's what difficulty settings are for and that that's going to wrap up those feelings i just i i hope that banner soccer 2 because i haven't played it yet and it's especially 3 can fix this combat situation i've heard it, it's better in 2 so i don't know i'm going to have to find that out for myself but fuck man like this was such a good story such a compelling i had a, i sat there for one day like 6 hours and i haven't done that in a long time just sit there and i felt like i have to keep playing it was just really sad that some of it was kind of boring and I, I just you know, trudge through it but there is one thing I do want to say. I'm going to give props to the, the writers here. They have these, again, like these people you think are evil. And they're called the Dredge. And they, you know, they're know, they running around making a muck of things. But you, you find you find out that it's that's not even... They're not even the real bad guys here. And in fact, not only are they not the real bad guys. It's ominous. They're literally black. They're all like black, scary-looking dudes. Not only are they not the real threat. They actually have some, some humanity to them. Like... So, they're, they're, they're sentient beings that have feelings and desires, and you find out that because they can have children, and they can mourn their children, the loss of these children, and that was so cool to see that. Whereas I would take, I'm going to take fucking Gears of War, and if you've watched my video over that, you know, I hate that shit because they're just an evil force that rises up and wants to kill all humans, and it, it's just it's a cop out. But in this game, they, I love that. I love that they give some humanity. To these creatures you think are just pure evil and last thing i swear and I, th- I think i kind of mentioned this it's just about the fact that again most of the decisions because they express this a lot that it's a very uh, you know choice driven game that your choices are going to matter but they really never do it just kind of changes up some dialogue options it changes up like how many people you have and like your clansmen and like your supplies but in the end it all gets fucked over anyways because you're at the end of the, the game and, like, you're trying to hold out and live in this extremely, like, hardcore um, battle. And it, it, it makes the whole thing, the entire journey kind of pointless, I guess. And that that was a little disappointing. Again, I just, I love the, the mythos and the Norse-inspired mythology that they throw into this in the storyline. But, again, there, there was a few points I just felt like they could do better so i'm lo- really looking forward to banner saga 2 and 3 and i can't wait to get my hands on those i own too i just have to get around to playing it 